Well, <laughs> good afternoon and welcome to episode 267 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing? Uh, I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always ha- glad to have you guys along for a ride. Hey, Ruthie. I see drags around as well uh, and a couple other people lurking. So which be, That's a good start to the show. It's always a good sign. <clears throat> it is, oh, Wednesday January 27th, 2021, which means it is the first other ground live of the week, uh, having Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. So as you guys might imagine, I have a lot to talk about. No, not really. I'm <laughs> I got a couple of things. We'll see how it goes. Uh, as far as the personal stuff goes, we always like to start with that and drive off as many list- listeners as we can. Um, <laughs> uh, I uh, I fucked up my back yesterday. I fucked up my back shoveling snow. I'm very unhappy with myself. I, I thought I was keeping myself in fairly good shape, working out, you know, lifting weights five days a week, uh, doing a little bit of yoga in, in before and after each time to stretch out the back, all that good stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, and it wasn't a hard snowfall up in Michigan. I, you know, it was kind of a nothing snowfall. It was almost enough that I considered not bothering to sh- shovel it. I think it was about two inches and it was really fluffy the only reason i even went ahead and did it is because i know it was going to be cold for the next week or two so that snow was not going to melt on its own so and i didn't want more snow on top of it so i figured i was going to go ahead and get it out of there and i didn't have any issues when, when i was shoveling my back hurt when i was shoveling it's it's always a one specific spot that bothers me when i have issues like this uh but i got through it i had to stop a lot uh, and stretch it I, I thought i was doing okay i stretched it a lot it stopped every couple minutes um went in you know and thought i was fine and then i woke up this morning going oh fuck me <laughs> it's all locked up and shit uh today was supposed to be my uh, chest and arms workout i didn't do shit i'm like i'm gonna delay that till tomorrow and see if that works any because it doesn't feel like i should be fucking around with stuff like that technically i'm not working the back but one of my uh, and i would definitely be skipping the event over rows uh but it's actually lower than that it's very lower backish on one side so i think i'm just not gonna fuck around with it for a day or two <clears throat> Anyways, so that's as far as my personal stuff goes. Oh, on an even more personal note, I'm happy to say that my spit has finally arrived at the 23 and me people. Uh, shame on you, fucking post office. I mailed that shit January 6th. <laughs> January 6th. It took exactly three weeks for it to get to where it was supposed to go, which uh, back in the olden days, I guess that wouldn't be a huge deal. But uh now they give you the ability to track it. So I, I got to watch them fuck up over the course of three weeks. You know, they lost it at like a, a local place near me for a full fucking week. <laughs> you know, arrived there, hung out there for a week and then left. Um, and then like there was a big period for about a week and a half where they didn't even say anything about where it was. It's just been ridiculous. It was, if you look at my records on it, you can see it was lost three separate occasions. Luckily for me, it was lost in their building loss like you know they're they just like oh i dropped it on the floor and kicked it underneath something for a while sorry about that that kind of thing because it did eventually get there uh now they say it's going to take until march 10th to for my dna to be analyzed uh and it could take as long as march 24th that's a long ways away i mean <laughs> i mean what are you gonna do you, you, i can't demand a refund send me my spit back it's too long i'll send my spit to someplace else but i'm i am kind of disappointed uh, I had uh, uh, smart people that have done it, had it done say I'll probably get it back way sooner than that, and they're being conservative on on their estimates. So, which I hope for, but you know, I, if it takes till March 10th or even March 24th, what are you going to do? Uh, I have all kinds of questions about my ancestry. I did the health thing too, because why not, right? Um, <laughs> John Tigard, has your, your DNA already been analyzed as retarded? I can't argue with that technically no i don't know uh they tell me i'm smart i don't feel smart uh when they gave me all those classes when i was a kid they told me uh, my, they told my mom uh i was a smart kid but i had issues uh and we never looked into a lot of those because you know I, I tell people that we didn't have insurance a, a lot when i was growing up but looking back on it you know with a, as a more mature person my dad was in a union the, the entire time you know a construction work construction workers union um so I honestly have no reasonable explanation why my mom didn't get me taken to get more testing done when the teachers told me that there were issues. Because that's that's who told me, my mom, uh, that there was issues. You know, I, I remember pre- 
pretty uh, specifically in like sixth or seventh grade. Uh, uh oh, hold on. I'll tell the story about Sad Me later. Hello, Passive J, are you there? Yes, sir. What can I do for you today? I'm uh, just calling in because last week I laid down the gauntlet for Homeboy88 for a rap battle, and I'm looking for his bitch ass. Oh, shit. Is he in here? Uh, I don't know. Let me look at the uh, the uh, chart. Let's see. Uh, not on that page. you got to remember we have thousands of listeners, so it takes me a second. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Time out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Guy. I've had enough of this guy, so I'm just going to go in. I'm going to teach him a fucking lesson for once and all, and he's going to get it. You're getting it, homeboy88. Here we go, bitch ass. Mm. Throw your hands up in the sky if you feel the vibe. Our dog is still a fag every time I ride. Forever, ever, and never, ever, and never, ever, and never, ever, never, ever, never, ever. Yo. Oh boy, you better lace up your shoes and run. The big homie Pastor J bought a brand new gun, and his aim ain't good. We know, son. That's why he gotta go for me for a new thumb. You bummy, a shit stain, a greasy taco hoarder. Lying to your wife while stocking chicas at the border. Time to take a break, son. Could you ease up on the torture personality disorder from a savvy package sorter? I hate your impressions, and I ain't wrong. I'll diss you day and night till homeboy Rogers is gone. I'll smack Blarney, kill a Clarney with a talking stone, and punt Jay's fake dog off his imaginary lawn. We're not trying to here no experimental skits or any more door slamming what the fuck is this you need to hit the showers analyze your life and quick go erase all over your pockets for your pot of sponsors here that shit kind of a bitch i stuttered that's okay though i'm bringing it back in verse two yeah <laughs> fuck yeah Woo. here we go homeboy hmm. 88, yeah, he got talent. Throw the truck up on election night with brand new pallets. Took him down to Georgia and passed him off to faggots. And won that shit for Biden with an unmarked ballot. Facing wax all day, bro, I stay balanced. Like the UPS man with the hand is callous. I don't give a fuck, I'ma bring the madness. Spark 88 quick like a fucked up ballast. Now I'm running out of time, but I won't be challenged. He abusing stupid boxes and he picks that cabin. Fuck your faggot life, your impressions is asses. Pay attention to the road, take some English classes. Now I'm back on the mic like my name is passive to finish out the track with some shits it's classic homeboy 88 you a dusty spass if you need a quick podcast when you're stuck in traffic what oh, oh, that bitch. it's a wrap for you package man i'm fucking out wow God damn, dude. What can I say after that? Holy shit. Spitting fucking bars. Oh. Well, um, I don't know if Homeboy was around for that or if he'll have to hear it later, but uh, the gauntlet has certainly been dropped. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I would respond to that challenge. That was so so good. Yeah. Hopefully he will. Where you at, Homeboy88? I know you've got Homeboy88 vision or senses, rather. You say his name three times, it'll show up. So hey, let's try it. Homeboy 88, Homeboy 88, Homeboy 88. Okay, he should be here anytime, but we're going to move on <laughs> until then. Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about, which my grandma says normally means it was a lie. So I apologize to lying to you guys about whatever the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> now, <clears throat> of course, uh, one second. Oh, oh, hair on my mouth. Oh, oh. I don't know if it's worse if it's mine or not, huh? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I need water. Oh. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, sorry, <laughs> I had a uh, hair in my mouth. So, uh, as was alluded to in that amazing rap, also on the personal front, I bought a gun. Uh, so JJ's got a gun. Um, Aerosmith will be singing about it very, very soon. 
Uh, I decided with uh, how weird the world was getting that uh, protecting myself is probably a good idea. And uh, most of the world seems to agree with me when I asked about it. So I went out and got a gun. And I know nothing about guns. Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, my my uh, stepdad had very many guns. He was very into guns. He was also uh, like an alcoholic crackhead. So my association with guns when I was a child were not good ones. So you know, I'll be honest with you guys. Guns terrify me. I've seen people do ridiculously stupid shit with guns. You know, I mean, also chainsaws, uh, blow torches, uh, almost any kind of power tool you can think of. I actually watched my stepdad almost cut his leg completely off trying to trim a uh, a tr Christmas tree on our on our uh, driveway with a chainsaw when he was drunk off of his ass. So my mom was like, "Go out there and watch him." I'm like, "What? Go out there and watch him die? <laughs> what am I going to do about that?" But anyways, I digress. Um, so, damn, I forgot what I was talking about again. Let's let's back it up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But so I bought a gun. Gee, maybe I shouldn't have one. <laughs> So, uh, it, it is a, uh, Rock Island Armory, which I guess is a decent uh, place. Most of the people, uh, most of the reviews I have seen on it are good. Some couple, couple are bad. So, you know, that's going to be any company I imagine. It is a, a 9-11, uh, they call it the Rock uh, Ultra 9-11 and it's in 10 millimeter, which, uh, I will admit was, um, um, I did not know that was a large caliber. <laughs> uh it said 10 millimeter i'm like oh that can only it's only just a little bit bigger than nine millimeters so yeah I'll, I'll be fine and luckily for me i'm a big guy and it's a big gun so the the recoil isn't going to be totally horrible but uh so it is something that you know i i probably should know should have known about beforehand and i've been told the 911 is not the best pistol to start on because it's more complex than other ones and you know uh uh harder to take apart and clean and put back together and other things like that that's okay though uh, to answer your question, uh, jujitsu, and I'm sorry, uh, who was looking at? Oh, it's juicer. Sorry about that. Uh, have you practiced with the snack caps? No, I have not. I meant to do that today, but I lost them. <laughs> They're somewhere in my house and I cannot find them. So, uh, I won't be messing with it until then. Uh, I did go take a, uh, uh, some part of some, a little gun safety lessons today, uh, from the guy that I'm going to be getting my CPL with. So I went over to his house for a while and, uh, uh, he does his basically does his classes in his garage, um, and uh, you know he went over some of the basic safety things. He he'll have me load and unload a magazine, uh, uh, um, you know, just basically you know had, had me handle several guns just to make me more get me more familiar with them. Uh, went over a lot of basic safety stuff, you know, and he he was pretty good about it. He goes, look, a lot of this stuff is just stuff that you just need to be told it's it's common sense stuff you're you're gonna look at me and go well yeah of course but you need to hear it and so because he goes because there's gonna be bits and pieces that you maybe actually need to hear so <laughs> so that wasn't bad and i i liked him he, he him and he actually had a friend over that uh basically hung out and also gave tips while we were doing this stuff uh so i i'm feeling comfortable so far with him uh you know training me a little bit more to be more acceptable and, and he told me you know uh that uh um yeah, uh, it's always a good idea to be armed. <laughs> it's not surprising someone who trains people for concealed weapon licenses is probably of the opinion that it's always a good idea to be armed. So we will uh, we'll see how that goes. And I don't want to shoot anybody. God, heaven help me. Um, I don't know if I've talked about too much about why I want it. It's just because it's fucking you know, uh, scary out there. I'm an old man. Uh, I was never like the most, despite being very tall, I, I don't consider myself very physically imposing uh, as evidenced by the fact that people randomly try to get in fights me, with me on a fairly regular basis. Uh, so I don't feel like I'm enough of a physical specimen to walk around all Billy Badass not having to worry about, uh, you know, uh, people jumping me. So uh, that being the case, if someone jumps me, I want to put a fucking hole in them. <laughs> I'm too old to play around with shit anymore. You don't recover from a, a beating like you do in your twenties. <laughs> uh, so, but like I said, I don't want to ever have it come to that. And the reason I want a concealed weapon license is really basically so that I have access to it in a car. Um, there were, let's see, I 
I think they said since June of last year, 45 people shot on the highway and highway on the highway in the Metro Detroit area. Uh, and, uh, at least a couple of those times with someone just getting their shit shot up. Um, and I don't even really want it for that. Cause I, I'm not interested in firing back at someone who's randomly firing at me. I'm interested in fucking hiding, but you know, like, like, so like, like the, so the driving around on the highway thing is probably not a great example now that I think about it, but yeah, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's a good idea to have it. Dragging off one good eye in a cannon. I've been told, so uh, I, I, I watched some, uh, now I did read like two reviews before I bought it. Cause I, yeah, when I, when I went up to the, uh, oh, and by the way, this is, I guess, there you go. I guess I should tell the story about how I bought it. Cause apparently this is not how it works in all places. So, uh, I drove to the store and I bought it. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a little more than that. I think it took me an hour. I went, I went up there. I, I picked out one that, uh, was the right size for my hand because a lot of those things are small like there's they had several guns i was like do really people really fire these i go i can't it doesn't even cover my whole hand like like there's two of them oh you know and this like one, one of the ones i saw at my class today uh gentlemen check, let me check it out uh it it, it looks like a, a decent sized gun i guess but when i try to grip it like my bottom two fingers don't it's you know it's like you know, uh, it, it's very, it's very, very small handle. And I wanted something with a big firm handle, right? which is, I guess, uh, a, uh, good and a bad thing in several ways. Uh, one of the good things about it from what I understand is, uh, their recoil on that uh, gun won't be too terribly bad because it's a big ass fucking gun. <laughs> um, the juicers, do they have classes for hide and shoot? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gotten like that into it. I, you know, I, I'm hoping I can get those gun kata uh, classes like, like uh, Keanu Reeves had. And, you know, uh, I'm sorry, John Wick had. <laughs> uh, and how the fuck can I try to come on slide? You know, I'm like six, seven or six, eight tops. I think probably six, seven. Um, but, so yeah, yeah, it's not easy. Although you're, I was really good at it when I was, when I was younger, uh, when I wasn't quite so tall, I, I imagine. Uh, six nine. You ah, there's no way I'm six nine, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I it really I'm somewhere between six six and six uh, six six and seven foot, depending on which seven eleven I'm walking out of. That's why I tell people when they ask anymore. <sighs> oh man, so it's a cool gun. I mean, I I got good reviews. Uh, everyone everyone that uh, I saw on YouTube that fired it said it didn't have a really bad recoil recoil at all because it's such a solid gun. Uh. Now, if it was like a plastic one gun or one of those one of those types, I guess uh, the recoil would probably be a lot worse. So I'm going to be going to the range sometime soon with this dude. He said, "Yeah, he's like, yeah." He goes, "Well, yeah." Uh, he goes, "I'm not." He goes, "I'm not going to give you a fucking the eight hour course because you don't need that." He goes, "But you know, we're gonna we're gonna go to the range." I goes, "He goes, legally speaking, I have to watch you shoot fifty range fifty rounds with a gun before I can approve you." Uh, uh, but you know, we'll see, we'll get you more comfortable there and all that good stuff. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I feel comfortable about the process right now. Uh, he goes, he goes, he goes, okay, first thing you don't need to be terrified of the, of the gun. I'm like, what? He goes, dude, I can tell, dude, just calm down, take deep breaths and no need to be nervous. I could, he goes, I can tell you're nervous around guns. That's not a big deal. They, they deserve your respect, but being nervous around them is a bad thing. Being nervous makes you fuck up shit. So you need to calm down. <laughs> he goes, that's kind of what happens all the time. He goes, you know, uh, all the time when people come to, you know, because apparently I'm not the first person by far to come to him with not a lot of experience that decided they need a concealed weapon permit. And, you know, uh, he goes, he, he can tell the different types of people as soon as he pulls the gun out and puts it like on the counter. He goes, he goes, I could tell, you know, right away. He goes, as soon as I pulled you out, mine out, I could tell how you are. He goes, dude, it's going to be okay, dude. I'll, I'll make sure you're safe. You know, uh, you're not going to, you're not going to leave here. Not, uh, you know, eventually <laughs> he goes, you're not going to leave here, not knowing how to, uh, do your weapon stuff. He goes, if nothing else, it's my license. He goes, I, I'm legally required to make sure you know these certain things. He goes, but you know, the eight hours in the classroom thing, a lot of people fucking milk that. It's, you know, it's not needed. He goes, but you're going to put a couple, at least a couple few hours in talking with me about different stuff. And we're going to go to the range. I'm going to watch you shoot and I'm going to explain some shit to you. And then, you know, and then we'll go from there. I'm like, oh, that's good. So that part is, you know, a, a little more complicated, but buying the actual gun, I drove to my local Dunham Sporting Goods, 
walked in, uh, grabbed the gun that felt good for me, uh, and told them I wanted to buy it. They're like, okay. So they had me fill out some forms, not even a lot, like, like just one part of this one form, like, uh, you're, you're just basically, uh, you know, uh, my name and address and a couple things here, a couple things there. Then I find, signed another form that was basically just initial one thing and put your data on. Filling out the paperwork took like five minutes, maybe. Uh, and then, then all they did was take it and fax it to somebody um, and then wait for a response back, and which took about, for me, uh, because, I, because I let them use my social security number, they said, you don't need to let us use your social security number. You'll normally get it back a lot quicker. A lot quicker if you do though so i let them use it and they're right i got it back in like under five minutes <laughs> and then they had then they had to fi- uh, fill out some other stuff this that and the other uh but the entire thing was in and out in under under an hour so um for anybody who uh lives someplace where you have a lot of troubles uh getting uh, pistols come from because from what i understand it's not that easy in a lot of places um <clears throat> Come to Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might be illegal. Is it? Is it illegal to go to another state to buy a firearm and then bring it back to a state where it's uh, harder to get? I, I don't know how that works. Transporting stuff over state lines. Wish I wish we needed a cop. I wish we had a cop around here. <laughs> the juicer says yes. Yeah, I, I imagine it probably is. Uh, Michigan is an open carry state, so you can carry it around openly all you want. And uh, so for me, the concealed weapon permit is basically, like I said, just to keep it in my car. At, at, um, without having to keep a lock on it. Uh, Cause you know, if you have a lock on it, it's might you might as well not have it in a situation where you might need it. You know, now if you're at, if you plan on killing people, well then yeah, go ahead and keep a lock on it. Cause you're, you, you know, when the killing's going to go on, but for people that want to use it defensively, uh, you, you know, uh, having a lock on it, it's kind of unrealistic when you're driving around. All right. Uh, anyways, that's enough about me going pew, pew, pew with my gun, which hasn't happened yet. I'm embarrassed to say I bought snap caps, which uh, are apparently are fake ammo so that I could practice with it. And then somehow or another managed to lose the snap caps. So, so I have not practiced it with it yet. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see. You guys have any topics you want to talk about? As always, any of you are free to call in whenever you like. Uh, to discuss what I'm talking about or uh, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, you can type stuff into the chat box. I'm really horrible at reading back and catching stuff, but I do try. I try really hard. <laughs> Free base some more wax. No, I, I'm feeling pretty waxy as it is right now. Uh, I, uh, I I forgot that I was doing the show uh, until like 5.30, so I've been smoking it. <laughs> the baser has reached 645. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. oh man i don't know let's go over to the og and see what they're talking about right that's always a good time even though it's still like 50 or 60 percent political look that political shit <clears throat> oh let's see new covid test for og years nah ivan drago would have beaten rocky in a rematch guys been so long since i watched any of those movies um I don't know. Do you guys think Rock? Uh, do you guys think Ivan Drago would have beaten Rocky in a rematch? I don't think he would have beat him. Would have uh, lost the first time. To be honest with you, that's when I, that's kind of when I decided the Rocky movies were bullshit. <laughs> because, yeah. fucking yeah, I watched that. I'm like, uh, that's not possible. That little man can't beat up that big man. <laughs> I don't know how old I was when I saw Rocky three, but yeah, it seemed very, very, very unrealistic to me. Um. Not that I was a huge Rocky fan in the first place. Yeah, and boxing never really interested me. You know, I was more of a fan of his uh, Rambo movies. Drago wasn't skillful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where is Homelander? We're talking about boxing. Okay, fictionalized boxing. We need our fiction, We need our boxing expert to chime in on this entire discussion. So, um... Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Jitsu doesn't like me blaspheming me, Rocky. So you're of the opinion that uh, he would beat uh, Ivan Drago in the rematch as well, huh? I don't know. Poke, poke, poke. Maybe good. I don't. I think Ivan Drago probably would have had his number the second time. You got to remember, they had he had an amazing training team. They would went back and looked at the tape, and he would have went through this insane training routine just to learn how to uh, beat uh, fucking uh, Rocky. And Rocky didn't have that response. Rocky would have took his win and went back and fucking 
added 20 or 30 pounds to his gut eating fucking Philly cheesesteaks. Um, and then when the rematch came rolling around, he'd have to do his insane training uh, routine just to get back into shape again. While Ivan Drago would have been working and improving the entire time because he was the hungry one. He was on a loss. So he would come back as like super Ivan Drago. He'd like have veins bulging out everywhere and fucking, and then say, saying, if he die, he, instead of saying, if he dies, he dies, his new saying would be, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. So. So I really think Rocky would be at a severe disadvantage uh, at best at this fight. No, you guys, only only guy a Rocky loses to is John Rambo. That's what Chitsu said. <laughs> uh, and Dragunov says, I forgot that Rocky danced to black music in Rocky Three and moves slick now. Oh, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Super Drago would be so pumped up that, you know, he'd be able to leap across the fucking ring. He'd rip his head right off of the first punch. You know, it'd be amazing. I kind of, I you know I kind of want to see that. What Rocky is early on now is like six or seven or some shit like that. Uh, Rocky's 72. So, um, in real life, obviously, I believe, uh, fucking, what's I have? Drago's the fucking, the, <sighs> Dolph Lundgren, right? Yeah, it's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Uh, I think Dolph Lundgren would probably take fucking Sylvester still Sloan in a fight pretty easy at this point. Um, I think he's a fair amount younger than him and still quite a bit larger than him. So uh, I don't know. You never know. Uh, whenever you see uh, Sylvester Stallone, it looks like they transplanted like a 74-year-old dude's head onto like a 30-year-old bodybuilder's body. So uh, maybe I'm underestimating old Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I couldn't even get through that first Expendables movie. It was so ridiculous. I'm like, oh, half these people should be in a retirement home, not not out killing people. I I, I was only I think I'm the only one that didn't like that movie. It didn't do nothing for me. Hmm. No, okay. <laughs> All right. What well, we else got on the OG today? Let's see. So driving around uh, lately, this isn't on the OG, I've uh, been seeing, because I, I don't drive a lot, and I don't drive outside of my immediate area a lot, and I, I've had to do that to <clears throat> a fair amount in the last couple of few weeks, like driving the wife to the airport, and driving around here, and driving around there to spots that I don't normally go to in, in poorer neighborhoods, and uh, I'm certain to see, I, I saw a fair amount of the hold the sign on the side of the road at the intersection thing. You know, um, and, and this isn't new. Uh, there's normally a guy at once, this one spot, and it's not always the same guy, but it's just this one particular spot. Like, uh, I, the road I'm referring to is called Telegraph Road. It's a big, long-ass road, and I take it, I can take it when I'm going to visit my uh, step stepmom a good long ways through a whole bunch of different communities. And I have only seen homeless people, like, doing the sign thing on one corner the entire time but they're always at that one corner if you're familiar with the area i'm talking about uh, telegraph and i believe it's seven mile i think it's seven mile yeah seven mile uh there's always a dude standing there sometimes they're uh, like this time when i drove by there's two dudes in two different corners but there's not anybody standing on eight mile nine mile six mile five mile just that particular spot i wonder if if it's because uh whatever town that falls on um is okay with it and they have only and two other towns you know and it's a just a little wedge that they own and it spreads out i'd have to look at the geography but it's very weird like that um and then the other day i, I was driving around and saw one a little bit closer to home in pontiac and uh i don't know man it's shitty weather out there you're there's there, you're just standing out there with a sign that says i'm homeless please help um i've never given them money basically because i need my money <laughs> And, you know, and if I gave them my $20, then I'd have to stand out next to them asking for $20 from somebody else. And that never seemed like a good solution. So, um, but do a lot of people give them the I, They have to, the guy wouldn't, I, they wouldn't be out there day after day. Cause if nothing else, they'd starve to death if people didn't give them money. So, uh, do you guys, do you guys, uh, like Sly says he gives them money all the time. Well, you know, Sly is a, uh, you know, got a soft heart too. So, um, that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. Um, uh, but any, any other guys, do you guys encounter them? Uh, I imagine some places you see them a lot more often than others. Uh, and their entire homeless lifestyle has always scared me because I, 
because I'm always scared of being homeless. Um, the, when you guys don't hear me talking about money, it's always because I'm worried about fucking paying for the house in the end. Uh, cause I'm in a unique situation where my house's payment is way less expensive than like the average rent around here or anything like that. And certainly not another house. So in my mind, if I lose this house for any reason, I'm going to be homeless <laughs> because this is the cheapest living solution I can find. And if I can't afford to live here, that means I can't afford to live anywhere. Uh, and homelessness from what I've watched and read is, is aspiring whole. Uh, it doesn't take much, uh, being homeless to fuck up your life. Uh, cause being homeless and don't cause, and trust me, I'm a little bit of an expert on this cause I was homeless for about six or eight months when I was 16, 17. I don't know. I'd have to look at the dates. I was a uh, senior in high school. Um, but, uh, so I know how that shit works. Uh, and, uh, it doesn't take much of living in your car and trying to find a place to take a shower. And you, before you start to lose your other stable things in your life, like your job, you know, uh, your relationships, uh, your friends. Uh, so I try not to judge people that are homeless too strongly. Cause it's not all of them are like junkies that are out there, you know, uh, that, you know, fucked up their life. Now they're out there just, you know, trying to get money for more, uh, drugs. I know a lot of them are, but some of them are people that just had fucking bad, really bad fucking luck. Um, so cause, and I could see my life itself like that. And, and it's scary. God, who wants to be homeless? Fucking, you know, uh, count my blessings, right? All that good stuff. Uh, Oh, Sly says he had this guy doing jumping jacks for a 20. He was fat and looked funny. Oh, Sly, you and your soft heart. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the chat. Once again, it's not about the show. It very, very rarely is. All right, let's see what else we got. Sorry, I didn't mean to guys bring bring you guys down with the homeless stuff, but I just, while I was sitting here looking for topics, it just hit me in the head. I was like, hey, yeah. Oh, let's see. Someone posted a thread that says, why is tattoo choice? Let's click on that and see what it says. Uh, I can't really read it. I don't get it. It says Ma new booty. Huh. That's on the back of either a guy or a girl's knee at uh, leg. So whatever. I'm sorry. That was a dead end. Let's see if we can find something else to talk about. Uh, oh, they're talking about P90X. You know what? I always wanted to try P90X. I wasn't sure about it though. Has any of you guys tried any of that shit? Uh, with like, I, there, I guess, uh, any of the, uh, extreme workout things. Um, don't get me wrong. I did DDP yoga for a while and it can get pretty hard. And it, uh, and they even had like an extreme package. Uh, like I did a two DD, two DVD set that was just called extreme. And it was, <laughs> I was trying to, I was doing what, was considered their hardest normal workout like six days a week, like their double black diamond before I, before I, uh, I stopped getting too crazy with it. I was doing, it's like an hour and 15 minute yoga session, a hard one, uh, that I was doing six days a week. So when, you know, when I broke up in the, the extreme DVDs, I was like, oh, this will just be a little bit harder. It won't be a big deal. I was mistaken <laughs> uh, to this day. I, I, I I tried it once or twice. I'm like, yep, that's not for me. And went back to my, my old hard parentheses, uh, workouts. Which one, Jay? We, uh, what do you mean? Uh, for the DDP workouts? Uh, like I said, I can't remember what I was doing for the extreme ones, but they were very, very hard. So I stopped, uh, for the, uh, my normal workout, I was doing their double black diamond workout, uh, six days a week, which was about an hour and 15 minutes which is lots of push-ups. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, too many J's in here. Sorry. Apparently, uh, I was answering a question that wasn't asked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, you know what? I should get back into it because my cardio is fucking shit. I'd hoped that my uh, lifting weights would probably would help with that, but no, apparently not. Uh, oh, and other personal news, my rescheduled tests are coming up again. I was actually supposed to get uh, tested yesterday, but the weather was so shitty that, uh, 
I called them up to say, hey, I might be late coming in. Uh, and they're like, yeah, you just want to reschedule it? I'm like, yes, I do. So it was very nice of them. So now I got to be there uh, Friday at uh, 7.30 in the morning or some shit like that. So that'll be fun. You know, they'll, they'll pump me for all contrast and do a CAT scan. And then they'll do an x-ray and tell me I've got COPD again. Or won't tell me, as the case may be. That still kind of bothers me a little bit. It says right on the uh, x-ray, uh, show signs of uh, COPD. Uh, but nobody ever said nothing to me. Uh, no one has ever called me about it. Uh, I realize it's not the department of um, the doctors that asked me that requested that. Like it, my, it's for my kidney doctor, but he he sees the same report that I went online to the, the hospital and looked through my medical records and and saw had to have seen it said that, and he never said shit to me. So if I if I hadn't done my own investigation, I wouldn't even know. Because uh, obviously it's not a huge deal to me. Because uh, uh, you know, um, but I have noticed that my uh, shortness of breath is kind of an issue sometimes, and I have very little stamina, like in that way. Like when I, when I work out, it, it's hard to breathe pretty quickly. Um, in other news, the wife's home. <laughs> she uh, she came back yesterday. I'm very happy to see her. I've missed her very very much. Um, she brought home a cat. A cat. Ladies and gentlemen, she brought home a cat. Her mother uh, breeds Maine Coons, and which are cool cats. Uh, if you're not familiar with a Maine Coon, yeah, it's kind of like a normal cat, but like three times the size and normally pretty docile and with a cool personality. Um, so uh, I kind of, it's not like I didn't really see it coming, to be honest with you. Uh, but I was, I kept, I gave her a bazillion, me and my, me and my wife don't argue about stuff like that. I don't argue with her. Uh, we normally just discuss stuff. Uh, she told me that she wanted to bring that cat home. I gave her all of the logical reasons I could think of why I thought that was a bad idea. And then told her, I go, well, it's your choice. I go, this is half your house. You know, you're, you're an adult. I, I can't tell you not if you can or cannot have a pet. I go, but just like the other ones, I'm not taking care of it. Um, so you, once again, I don't think it's a good idea, but you do what you're going to do. And she did what she was going to do. So now we have a new cat. It's completely white. Like, I mean, white, 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 like fake looking white, white. It's, uh, um, I don't know if it's gonna be a long hair or what. I think it's gonna be a medium hair. It's really super fluffy. Uh, but it's nine weeks old and it weighs four pounds. <laughs> At nine weeks old, my dog weighed three and a half pounds. <laughs> so the, uh, my wife claims that she saw its parents and they were goddamn big ass cats. So supposedly it's going to be a big ass cat. Uh, but look at it. Like I said, it looks like a fake cat. <laughs> uh, so which is okay. You know, um, I'm letting my wife take care of it. Uh, one thing that I also let her take care of for at least a little while before I jumped in to help her was the gigantic fucking cat tree. Gigantic. It might be taller than me. Uh-huh. It wasn't expensive. I don't care about that, but it's huge. And now we had to rearrange all the furniture. Like, uh, yeah, she, she started to put it together. Cause I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. It looks complicated. And when she started to get together, I was like, uh, I couldn't watch her anymore. I'm like, okay, let me help. <laughs> uh, but, oh, sorry, my back. But, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's good that we have it. Cause the cat has no place to hide otherwise. Uh, my little dog Lulu is very um, agile, and there's very few spots that a cat can get to that my that she cannot get to as well. <clears throat> so for right now, we've been alternating between putting the cat on the tree so he has a safe spot to picking him up when he meows and putting him in his litter box, which needs to be replaced because it's too tall. <laughs> I told her she should have went out and did that today, but it's not my cat, so whatever. Last night, he apparently slept underneath my bed. <laughs> That's probably where he will end up again. We've noticed when we have him on the ground, he's feeling unsafe. That's where he bolts to. Because my dog, Lulu, had ripped out the bottom of my fucking box spring last year. You know, who knows why. And now, So now the um, cat can get up there, and that's where it hangs out. So... I'll be honest, I'm still not thrilled with the entire situation, but it is a really cute cat, so I'll just keep the peace. It's not it's not worth getting into an argument about, so whatever. Next time, maybe I'll argue harder before you end up with Animal 5. <laughs> uh, 
I know, I know for some of you guys, that's not a big deal. Some of you guys have quite a few of you guys have a lot of pets and I like animals and I, I just don't like it for the entire financial thing, kind of a small house. And of course the emotional burden too, that's always going to suck. Uh, and that's what a lot of it was. I didn't have pets before she moved in here. Uh, part of it was the financial part. A lot of it was the laziness part. I don't like dealing with them, but a huge part of it was the emotional part. I didn't want to get invested in animals. It's, I know it's going to suck at some point. Yeah. You get a lot of, uh, uh, love and emotional bonding and, you know, and good things from pets, but there is a price that you pay at the end, you know, and I didn't really want to pay that. And now it's kind of been, I've kind of been involuntarily <laughs> set up for that, uh, like three times over, uh, four, I guess her cat, Sam's cool. I'm not, but I'm not super duper attached to him. Like I am to my dogs and this, but I probably will be to this new cat. So yay. Hold on. I need to drink water. Oh, So, oh, here's a good story. <laughs> uh, the, uh, sometimes, sometimes, you know, the world is just telling you that you're on the right path. Um, so as I mentioned, this trainer, he, uh, he's got his stuff set up in the garage. So we're sitting there in the garage and the door is open cause it's cold out. Uh, but, uh, but he's, uh, he's expecting somebody who's coming by to buy a trailer off of him. Um, so yeah, we're sitting in the garage and, you know, and he's got a heater and stuff. So it's not horrible. Um, and he was going over safety things and talking about, and this is relatively soon. Well, I was like, been there for like 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. And he, we're talking back and forth about stuff, all about different things. I hear pop. He looks, looks at me. He goes, well, that was a gunshot. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, that, that was definitely a gunshot. Uh, and it turns out like, uh, three doors down from him. Uh, either somebody shot somebody else or somebody shot themselves because it wasn't too terribly long before cop cars and ambulances and fire trucks all showed up. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, the ambulance eventually took somebody away and, uh, the instructor's buddy was like, well, uh, somebody accomplished whatever they were trying to do. I'm like, what? He goes, dude, that was just one shot. He goes, somebody did something. <laughs> uh, and the guy doesn't know the lady, but, uh, but knows who she, you know, doesn't know her, know her, but he said she does have a concealed weapons license. So there was definitely a gun in the house. He said it was some lady and her daughter in the house, but he, you know, he didn't know him well. He didn't mention how old the daughter was or anything like that. So that's got to suck, but it was a good point. I was like, wow. Yeah, you're right. You never know when shit's going to go down. He goes, yeah. So I was like, God damn, that almost feels stage <laughs> while, while the, while the guy is, you know, training you about, uh, how to be safe about and, and how to deal with situations. Cause he, he went into things like that as well. You know, um, I think one of the things he said something about the 21 foot rule, uh, in Michigan, you have a 21 foot rule. If, uh, for like shooting people, if you're, they're outside of 21 feet, you really shouldn't try to shoot them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have to be inside 21 feet for you, for it to be like an immediate threat to you. Um, or yeah, like I said, he gave me a whole bunch of paperwork and I got to read over as well. Um, yeah, that was a, quite the uh, surprise <laughs> and he lives in a shitty, uh, air neighbor, shitty city, but not what I consider a shitty, uh, area of that city. So, and hopefully whoever that was there, they weren't hurt, but I'm learning all kinds of things about guns now. Like, and I have all kinds of questions. It's a good thing. I got all kinds of gun friends. Uh, I got one guy that fucking, uh, I went to high school with, uh, that writes articles about weapons. Uh, his job is he gets sent weapons like rifles and guns and accessories and all that good shit to his house. And he writes articles about it for like different magazines. Um, that would be pretty, I mean, if, if you're into guns, I mean, could you think of much better of a job? <laughs> Seriously, that's all he does. Like uh, it goes to the range all the time. Uh, apparently a lot of them like, let them keep whatever they sent him to because I he's so he's got quite the collection of weapons I would imagine. Uh, like one thing that he was thought was cool, he like the uh, someone sent him a, a, a gun safe table, it's it's like a coffee table that's uh, actually a gun safe, so you know, with hidden latches and you pop it open and the guns there and they let him keep it. I looked that up and I was like fucking two grand or some shit like that. So, uh, but he that, that he was an interesting one. He was picked on mercilessly when he was in high school. I mean, mercilessly, even worse than me, to the point to the point where I felt sorry for the guy. Uh, so you know, um, 
I wasn't close friends with him or not, but yeah, I parted him a couple of different times because he tried to he tried to fit in with like the burnouts and stuff, looking for a group to be part of, so I could I could feel for him. Uh, but he never really fit in there, anyways. And like I said, he he probably had a really shitty high school. It looked like it from my side. Um, so after he got out, uh, he joined the army. Uh, uh, I, he was in for a stint or two in the army, I think. And then he got out and became a police officer for like I think four years or something like that then rejoined the army uh and got into airborne and it became like a 101st paratrooper uh and then then he got back out after fucking i don't know how long i think he might even be retired from the military at this point and now he like does gun shit <laughs> so um i guess that's a pretty good uh, um resume for doing gun shit right two different stints in the army and being a police officer what the fuck are you guys talking about? Uh, uh, oh, dragging off the shotgun headboard is my favorite. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Uh, I've, you know what? I've never had a headboard uh, for my bed. Oh, take that back. I had a headboard for my bed when I was very, very small. It was one of those bookcase headboards. The only reason I know this is because apparently when I was like two or three or four years old, I was jumping on my uh, bed. And Which, by the way, when they tell you not to jump on your bed, kids, you should probably listen. Uh, I was jumping on my bed and apparently my brother pushed me in midair and, uh, I cracked my head on the bookcase headboard, uh, and they ended up having to bring me to the hospital and I know I got stitches there and I have a scar. Uh, I don't know how bad of a scar has to be that you can still see it pretty distinctly, uh, 45 or 44 years later. Uh, but I, I have a pretty distinct scar over my eyebrow from it still. And I don't know, I don't remember anything about it, but apparently I was in the hospital for a couple few days. Um, so, uh, that, uh, so I don't know if that did any permanent damage, but I do have a nifty scar from it, uh, among many others on my face. <laughs> uh, G rock, rock G says, J, of course you don't have a headboard. Well, of course not. It, what that's, it's decorative. Fucking, what do you need a headboard for? I certainly wouldn't want a footboard. That shit would get in the way. I, uh, I remember when we stayed at the Garfield Inn, which is this historic inn in Port Austin. It's like a bed and breakfast thing. And the house was built in like the 1800s and all of the furniture is from the 1800s as well, which which is which is what we thought was cool. But and, and we got like the master bedroom. So we had their biggest bed and, and the bed was just fine, like side to side. I think it was a queen. Uh, it might even be a king. The issue being they had a, a footboard, a tall ass football board, you know, like that went up like a foot or two and i'm too tall for it every bed i've ever lied in i just let my feet hang off the end it, it, in certain way, places it's uh, actually in certain positions it's convenient because uh, i sleep on my stomach sometimes so when i sleep on my stomach i want my feet hanging over the end so my feet are pointing straight down instead of like push you know like all out ba ballerina like um so yeah that was a horrible stay there we we, we, we yeah uh the bed, yeah, I, I, I tried to angle it so I was diagonal with my feet hanging off the end, but there wasn't a ton of room because my wife was there as well. Yeah, I didn't sleep well that night. Speaking of sleeping well, I slept like a fucking baby yesterday. Oh, I, as I mentioned, my wife is back uh, and the dog slept with her last night. You know, it's cute and all. And don't get me wrong. I kind of like cuddling with the dogs when I'm sleeping a little bit. Well, but God damn it, dude. For one thing, two of them is too much. And they always end up on either side of you, right up against you. So, uh, you know. I toss and turn a lot. So I'll wake up and I can't toss or turn because otherwise I'll crush a dog. So I've got nowhere to go. And then they'll pin down your fucking blankets. So you're like, you're, you're cold. You're, you're halfway uncovered. So you try to grab a blanket to, to pull it over you and it's got dog on it. And now you have to like either, you know, be cold or wake up a dog in the middle of the night. And, and I don't know, being, being a sad, uh, um, the uh, soft hearted person that I am, I feel bad about waking up a dog in the middle of the night. I know it's stupid, but that's how I feel. It's like if I toss and turn so much trying to get comfortable that my dog gets up and leaves the bed, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I just woke that dog up. I feel bad about that shit. And I realize I should be prioritizing my, my own sleep over whether the dogs are comfortable or anything like that. But that's just how my mind works. And in addition, there is, of course, the being afraid of rolling over and crushing one of your dogs. Um, although they're, they're fairly, they're stout enough that I don't think I could kill one of my dogs while I run over them, but I'd be afraid of like, it'd be pretty easy to like break one of their legs or something. Like if you got wedged up, up against them or some shit like that. So I certainly don't want to hurt my dogs. Um, my wife on the other hand, apparently sleeps like the dead. She says she doesn't mind them at all. Uh, 
and that's so whenever she's home they sleep with her so i'm glad that they're home so and not sleeping with me anymore <laughs> maybe in a couple nights i'll miss them but probably not i have my own sleep issues so i, I don't need to add dogs to it oh what are you guys talking about talk about fedex or racist fedex or racist how did that happen i didn't think you could do that anymore it's always it's always weird when i see that kind of shit all this non-discrimination laws and stuff like that oh fuck that was dumb oh sorry about that <laughs> i got uh my hand caught never mind you guys don't need to know <laughs> all right let's go over to the og we got 10 minutes left uh feel free to call in guys but you know i don't like doing a show by myself i get lonely although there's only fucking 10 minutes left so whatever right you guys already made me do most of it anyways <laughs> oh well, yeah let's talk about mma mma that's right uh because there was a uh, card a saturday night um let's go back and look at that actually Sorry. come on oh well it's not gonna work god who was fighting who fought i think Am I really drawing a blanket? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Um, oh, fuck you, Dragunov. Yeah, I, I said the, the Chandler hooker would be a mismatch. And it turns out I was right. I was just wrong on the wrong side of it. That's okay. I still came in second on the fight picks, so I didn't do too horribly bad. Uh, I did see that, uh, what's her name, the cute girl that I was rooting for lost as well. But those are the two that I got wrong. The other ones I got correct uh like i i picked the poirier over mcgregor i figured mcgregor's best days are already behind him and i was correct so now is he like one and two or one and three in the lightweight division that's a, so basically you know he's got a losing record in the lightweight division which cracks me the fuck up um i think he's probably going to try to fight pacquiao despite his loss and be done really i mean i don't know why he's trying to fight in the fucking first place i mean legacy and all that good stuff and i guess that's why the difference between him and me is because if someone paid me like a bazillion fucking dollars to box for 12 minutes for 12 rounds and i had my own liquor company that was you assume at least making him decent money uh i wouldn't want to fight anymore i'd be done with that shit i'd be ex-usc fighter you know and there's nothing wrong with that Especially considering the in the last year or two, he's basically kind of fucked up his legacy quite a bit. You know, um, beating an old-looking cowboy doesn't really impress anybody. Um, yeah, so yeah, that wasn't much of a comeback as far as I was concerned. And yeah, he, I don't know. People say it still looked good. I didn't watch the fight myself, <laughs> but uh, from what I understand, he looked good in the first round and actually might have took the first round depending on who you ask. And but then. Uh, at the second round, the leg kicks became too much for him. It became an easy target. Bada bing, bada boom. And his coach said stupid shit. Just, oh, yeah, we, we, we knew he'd be doing them, but we didn't know they'd be so effective. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah. When you spar, you know, when we sparred back and forth, you're not throwing full heavy kicks. So we didn't realize how good they'd be, how effective they'd be. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking MMA coach. Haven't you ever watched a fucking fight? I mean, it's not this new thing that only Dustin was doing. Holy shit. I mean, can you imagine that a fucking coach said that? It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we knew they were coming. We didn't think they'd work very well. What the? F That's what he said, effectively. <laughs> oh, man, I, I can't believe uh, some people shouldn't be given a mic. I mean, clearly I'm one of them, but still, I'm not <laughs> trying to represent somebody else. Holy shit. Um, that sounds like amateur hour shit, that right there. Anyways, we got five minutes left. You guys got anything you want me to talk about today? Uh, we can always play read the chat box if you guys want to throw out crazy stuff uh, for me to say uh, to end the show. Uh, feel free. Oh, there you go. Well, dwarf stripper tossing is great, but dwarf blood sports is just wrong. There you go, Jitsu. Anyone got anything else? Give you guys a minute because I know it takes time to type that stuff out. You should shave the savior stuff up, by the way, you know, uh, in the middle of the week and come back with it. <laughs> End up with a big list of things people want me to say. Anyone else? No? Is big getting old? Is that what it is? It does make, it does make me feel kind of uh, full of myself saying, just make me say things. 
super soldier baboon balls. Facts. If I wanted you to say something, it would be, look, mom, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Big facts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe this is just amusing for me. Jesus, Jay. <laughs> in a world gone mad, only one man can sit behind his microphone and say funny things and get paid. Do you even Beverly Hills Cop? Of course I Beverly Hills Cop. I know what you guys are doing. I was doing my own thing. If you can... <laughs> <clears throat> Now say that shit like you have a ball. I, that wasn't ballsacky enough. Huh? One man, one desire. He is little tortilla boy. You guys ever seen Pablo Francisco do his bit? He's got a great movie voice. He's like, yeah, he does a, a couple of few few bits with voices and stuff. Uh, and he, and he does like uh, the entire movie trailer guy. So when it when I used to do movie uh, trailer guy, it'd be more like Don Pardo. It's like come on down or the classic movie. God, what's the guy's name? Fuck, there's a there's basically seven guys seven guys that do all the movie trailers, uh, and one guy did all the one that you're thinking of, uh, you know, in the, in the, like in the world gone wrong, um, and Pablo Francisco does such a good job at doing that guy that in my head, whenever I do that guy now, I'm doing Pablo Francisco. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and I have that for certain things as well, like. I can't even tell you what George Bush sounds like anymore, but I can tell you what Dana Carvey doing George Bush sounds like. <laughs> and he's like a thousand points a lot. Wouldn't be prudent. Not this juncture. <laughs> and when, I, when I'm doing that, I'm not even doing George Bush anymore. I'm doing Dana Carvey. So it's the same. In a world gone wrong, Homeboy 88 still has a job. This tragedy, excuse me, tragedy after tragedy when packages go missing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that very good at making that shit up on the spot, which is why I need people to write shit for me. Yeah, it's good. It's easy to sound good when you're reading shit off a page. It's hard to do it like bing, 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 right, right off the bat. How about my dad has an awesome set of tools? Well, that's, isn't that? Fast, time, fast Times in Ridgemont High, which I've never seen from front to back, but I've heard that uh, uh, saying enough times. He's like, a, yeah, he's like a TV repair guy. He's got this, like, yo, ultimate set of tools. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. What? Just because I've never seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High from front to back? I'm sorry. I'll Every time I get to the spot where Phoebe Cates is coming out of the uh, out of the pool and showing her titties, I, 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 dude, I masturbate so hard that I pass out. Um <laughs> All the blood rushes away from my head and shit. So I, after the third or fourth time, I gave up on ever actually seeing it. Jitsu's going to go wank to that, right? I don't blame you. I might go look it up after the show is over. We only got, we only got like a minute. I got a semi-chub just thinking about it now. Awesome. So that's what we're going to do. After the show, I need you guys all to go look up Phoebe Kate's tits and whack off to them. And then we'll have this all group moment. I don't want us, don't want us to be on the air doing that because that'd be kind of weird. But spiritually, we'll be all together. So, you know, that'd be great. Try to time it out for like 7.15 if you can. <laughs> and we'll come back tomorrow and see if, see how the, the spiritual energy melds, melds back together, right? You can do it out there. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that. That, that. It will be a binding thing. Yeah, it might be a legally binding thing doing it like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> binding one. Yeah, that's right. We're all going to watch porn. I mean, Fash Times at Ridgemont High. It's the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, I see by the clock in the wall, it's about time to wrap this shit up. I want to thank the OG Army for listening. I couldn't do the show without you guys. I want to thank any of the randoms that happen to stop by. I appreciate you guys as well. Um, be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this shit all over again. So, until next time, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. I'm going to go hit the button. Where's the button? Where's the button? Oh, there's the button.
سيمشن فار لأو جي Yeah, yeah. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. OP. 